So they all got here for a 7.30 show. They've been very patient, very wonderful. Uh, you know, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, super happy to have you here. It's our, it's our 2023 year-end uh, extravaganza blowout family edition episode of the Stab Show. Good to have you. And I know that this show, because it has the additional uh, white elephant uh, mechanic and it has rotating, rotating panels, can go super long. So I'm going to get out of our way and start the gosh darn show. Thanks for joining us, you guys. Here we go. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show. Oh, of course. Why not? Why would I step on that? Welcome to the Stab Show 2023 year-end blowout family extravaganza featuring Alex Shoemaker, Andy Saroyan, Ben Warheit, Brett Stoltz, Buddy Dean, Corey Berenger, Daniel Kessenich, Dana Bryant, Eric Barger, Frankie Lord, Jacqueline Wyan, Jeff Brown, <laughs> Jack Marie, Jordan Quattlebaum, Cameron Schmidt, Katie Grant, Kim Martell, Milk Surface, Molly Doan, Nick Pettigrew, Paul Doyle, Tyler Kenny, and Willie Travis. Oh, and yeah, guys, we made it through another year, and we celebrate that the only way we know how around here with a big blowout year-end edition of The Stab Show with as many, many panelists as could avoid getting sick in the home stretch of 2023. I'm your host, Jesse Jones, and it's my gosh darn favorite Stab of the Year. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, and no, wait, I already mentioned this, but I wrote it down. It's for the, it's for the podcast. Um, <laughs> knowing how unwieldy this particular episode of the Stab Show can get, let's get our first panel up here right away. It's Paul Doyle, Buddy, and Jeff Brown in that order, guys. Paul, Buddy, Jeff. All the way down, Jeff. Paul, you're right there. Buddy, right there. <sighs> So Jeff has found the loophole. Earn your non-paycheck, Jesse. <laughs> Thank you. That if, if he just gives me something, I'll read it. Uh, and now that I've now that I've said that, um, everyone's gonna do it. No, I re I regret um, that I am the king of the cold read, and I'm not gonna check ahead at what you've given me. So, uh, so let's meet our panel real quick. Paul, hi there. Hi, how Hi. are you? Hi, I'm doing okay. good. Good. Yeah. Okay, Thank I hadn't gotten there yet. Hi, You're ahead of me. It's, it's You're ahead of me, Paul. Oh. Reel it in. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? Uh, well, okay, moving on. Spiritually. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul, you've uh, you've been bringing us the the Squeak uh, Clean Comedy Program this year. That's largely why you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Want to explain real quick um, to the folk what? I mean, I, it's kind of in the name. Sure. Um, squeaky clean is where the comics uh, squeak by with like the dirtiest <laughs> material that they have, uh, and they yeah. try to make it as clean as possible. No, no. I'm kidding. It's really, um, it's just basically uh, a clean show. There's no swearing, uh, no sex jokes. Just you just hang out. Um, a lot of church references. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So. Well, good to have you. Uh, I'm going to move through quickly, guys. Um, not that I don't love you. I do. Smooches. Um, but yeah, uh, Squeak brought here. Um, we appreciate it a lot. It's actually tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, tomorrow. Please come. 
Yeah, if you guys want to see what the hell a, a clean comedy show looks like in this <laughs> in this day and age, um, then come out to that tomorrow. I'm trying to do two things at once. Not working. Buddy! Hi there. That's me. Yeah. What up, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, buddy. What's up, Jesse? Uh, you know, uh, not a whole lot. Buddy has uh, returned with the uh, Dr. Buddy Love show, which um, is almost the opposite of Paul's show. Complete opposite. He said no sex jokes. It's literally just an hour-long show <laughs> where I do sex jokes awkwardly. You guys should come out to it, honestly. Every second Friday, I'm serious. Every second Friday, uh, you guys should come out here, uh, 9 p.m. Um, it's just me doing sex stories for an hour. That doesn't sound fun to you. You're wrong. <laughs> but here's the kicker. All the proceeds go to a wonderful charity. Uh, most of the time, it's Planned Parenthood uh, this month. Thank you. Woo! Planned Parenthood of Sacramento. This month it's uh, Trevor Project. Yeah, next month it's Trevor Project. Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the complete opposite of Paul's show. Um, I have been warned many times by my partner to stop wearing shorts that short. Um, I'm sure there's old Twitches you guys can go watch and probably oh. see more than you want to see, but do oh, it. No. I yeah, didn't. we should have a charity for mine. Like, their money should go somewhere. It just goes to me. Like, that really, it should go somewhere. Yeah. You have the clean show that goes to you. <laughs> yeah, it goes, it goes back to me. It, it's about church, and the money goes to, goes to Paul. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Hi, what's up? Uh, welcome, Jeff. Um, uh, the, the main pillar, uh, I'm saying it, Kim, wow. of uh, the Mom Hat Studio. Kim, thoughts? She's not listening. I am the mom hat. Yes. The hat is me. Yes. Yeah. True, but uh, if Jeff didn't edit literally everything you guys do, yeah, then Kim, you're too busy raising a child. I'm. Yeah. I'm yeah. editing videos I'm, for YouTube, I'm doing being the real worn work. Worn as a hat. <laughs> All right. It's well, a full-time job. Cut her off. Cut her off. Cut her off. <laughs> you know how I said I was going to try and get the show started really quickly and efficiently? Look, I didn't fuck the mic cord up. So. Welcome, Jeff. So yeah, uh, Mom Hat Studios. What is that? Uh, that is a media conglomerate that exists in Sacramento and Alabama. Uh, <laughs> consists consists of three people. Um, technically, one of them is a silent partner at this point. Yeah. And uh, we do a lot of podcasts because it's very easy to produce those on a limited budget. So if you go to mom-hat.com, you can see work we did years ago that I just keep <laughs> reposting. Yeah. And re-editing. You can get a lot of mileage out of 16 <laughs> videos if you turn that into one supercut video. Hell yeah. Which went up today, if you like video games. Oh, shit. It's like it's Christmas, Jeff. It is Christmas. It's not Christmas. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Good to have everybody. How about we uh, kind of restart in, in like a, in a fashionable way to really reset this? It's segment one. Oh, while I was doing that, I should have been pulling up the script. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Segment one. It's a reorganization. We like to think we're pretty smart here around these stab parts. So so smart indeed that today's acronym is S-M-A-R-T. And before I even tell you that the SMART I found today stands for Searchable Mathematics Activities and Resources for Teachers, already forget that, because it doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is our smartness, not math, not teachers. Those are dumb things. Smart, stab am smart. So show us just how smart S-M-A-R-T you are, uh, and let's hear what... Uh, what that might stand for or represent to you, your S-M-A-R-T. Uh, this is Paul's first ever time on the show. So it's uh, there was some, supposed to be somebody ahead of you, 
to buffer it a little bit. But you are just thrown right into Should it first thing. Yeah, I, can I mean, we can, but you're in it now. No, we're going to put Paul there. No, Paul's got this. You Paul. Got right. Paul. 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 Let's hear. Those expectations are so high. Just lower them just <laughs> quite a bit. Like, Paul, quite let's hear your S M A R T. Uh, all right. So it's like the uh, the prompt is what what I think is smart, right? Is that yeah. the? Uh, yeah. It's you're reorganizing it. You're making a new acronym. Did you listen to any of the shows, Paul? Mm, I looked. You have 380 opportunities. I Did you listen the... to any of them? <laughs> I looked at the prompt. Uh, all right. All I right. remember the last two words, but my acronym was smarmy, mm-hmm. mustachioed, academic, um, reprehensible, and I couldn't remember the T. <laughs> I can't remember the T. Did but you write it down? Like, I did. It was on a piece of paper at home. <laughs> it was basically like, if you're smart, you're mean, and you're condescending, and I don't like you. <laughs> That's that was basically like the takeaway that I was writing, because I I always feel like people that are smarter like they're like scheming you know they always have like a thing go, they're like <laughs> you know, like like Elon Musk is smart but he wants to put a chip in our brains so he's scheming so that's what I think of smart people I don't know like I also think smart people swear a lot so like yeah. Nikola Tesla like dude he invented all these things I don't know if you knew this buddy but like he invented. <laughs> He invented like radio waves. He invented the dick and, cast. Uh, sure. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he invented the charity. <laughs> but like the whole time, he was just calling people motherfuckers and stuff. He was like, "You guys, this is my motherfucking radio channel." Like, you didn't know. We didn't know. Nobody knows that he swore. Like he had that nice mustache, you know, and stuff. But nobody knew. He was just always calling people's moms whores and stuff. Like it's like all he ever did. So that's what I think smart people do. I think they swear. Because they don't have time. They got fucking stuff to do, right? So they're just like, just, just cut to the chase. Like, sure. yeah, move on. <laughs> All right, that's, yeah. that was what my prop was, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well done. <laughs> I like how you were like, Nikola Tesla called people motherfuckers, and that's all he did. Yeah, yeah dude, that's exactly that's all he's known for. The end. Uh, thank you, Paul. Um, Bless you, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you leave your paper with your prompt uh, next to the present you didn't bring? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yes. No. Thank you, Paul. Good yeah. to have you. Uh, hey, buddy. What? That's me again. We're not doing the whole thing. The no. sex thing. You guys were there. You guys got it. Uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Uh, what do you have in way of an S M A? Oh shit! It requires standing. Hold on. Standing hold on. Oh. Standing up. All right. Hold on. I need you to hold that. Jesse, Careful. I was just told that you read things if oh, you're handed fuck. them. All right. So at the very end of this, I want you to read I that. won't even look. I won't look. I That's won't good. Look. Good. All right. SMART. Uh, SMART stands for... Uh, dang it. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> Some messages are really terrible. We can agree, right? Some messages are really terrible. Have you ever been bombarded with an unsolicited penis picture? Have you Have you ever been hit on by a faceless uh, person online? Yes, because some messages are terrible. Yeah. And I have developed an idea that somebody should develop into an app wherein uh 
you download this app, and when you get one of those terrible messages, an AI bot will recreate that message and send it to the nearest living relative of that person. All right. Starting Fair. with their mother. Sure. And here's the thing. Hopefully. Penis pictures included. <laughs> um, so this, this could work for, like, all dating apps. This would clean up dating apps. I figured it out. I fixed everything. Um, we would be using AI for good. <laughs> Also, you know, we could do this at work, too. When my boss sends me a really terrible message and I'm afraid to tell HR because I don't want to look like a little bitch, <laughs> I can just click the smart app and the smart app will send an AI bot message to HR saying, hey, the, the boss is really being mean to Buddy. <laughs> I think you should look into that. Yeah. So for me, that's what I think smart is. Uh, so, Jesse, I think you should read that note. <laughs> Buddy is really sexy. And smart. Yeah. Oh. I've never read anything truer. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Buddy. Oh. Thank you. No, thank you. Oh, wait. I have to be on top of this, don't I? All right. Oh, should I start it? Yeah, what you start fuck? It's going to end with you just doing my whole prompt one day. <laughs> yeah, this is, what, this is what happens. Give Jeff an inch. Mm -hmm. And he takes more than that. Uh, Jeff Brown. It's something like that. Yeah. Uh, let's hear your S-M-A-R-T. I guess that. <clears throat> All right, class. It, oh wait, do you want a voice or do you, you just do want You do what you want. I'm okay, that's what I felt. That's yeah. what I felt. <laughs> All right, class, it's Friday, and as you know, that means you get to present your show-and-tell reports. Now, you are all instructed to write up something about yourselves to share with the class. So who would like to go first? Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Jeremy, you can go first. <clears throat> okay. So, for my report, I've written some fan fiction <laughs> about something that I really like, and I'm going to share... An excerpt from it with all of you. Mm -hmm. The title of this fanfic is Transformers, The Smart Protocol. It's a one out of 27-part series. <laughs> Bam. Sam Witwicky stared out the window <laughs> of the Autobot Starcruiser, lost in thought as debris from a recent space battle quietly drifted past the ship. <laughs> Sam shivered. The ship always felt cold, but why wouldn't it? There was no need for heating because the entire crew were, Damn, what are you doing? <laughs> Witwicky snapped out of his days at Optimus Prime, mm -hmm. the leader of the Autobots, sauntered towards the human man. Yeah. The giant robot towered over Sam, the light from the stars <laughs> reflecting off of his chrome bumper. Mm -hmm. He stood tall and proud like a sexy version of that robot from the Iron Giant. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just thinking, Sam said, we just got back from that mission from Uranus 5, mm -hmm. and something just doesn't feel right. Optimus kneeled down, his eyes leveled with <laughs> Sam's. He rested his gargantuan hand gently on the human shoulder. Wow, Sam thought to himself. His hands are huge. <laughs> I wonder how big his prime tapped Sam gently uh -huh. on the chest with his impressively long index finger. 
What do you mean, Sam? He said. Whitwicky sighed. Before we managed to blow up the Decepticon's base, Bumblebee triggered some sort of alert, and the Autobots were all temporarily hacked. The base's alarm system kept blaring, initiate smart protocol, initiate smart protocol, initiate smart protocol. Everyone seemed fine after Hot Rod ran a virus check, but what did smart protocol mean? <laughs> Optimus gently placed his metal finger under Sam's chin and turned him to meet the robot's gaze. Sam held his breath, his throat catching as the metal man stared longingly into his eyes. Sam, Ironside ran a scan, and you're right. There was no trace of a virus, because the smart protocol wasn't a virus. It was a system update for Cybertronians. Mm -hmm. The hairs on Sam's arm stood up as Optimus gently caressed his cheek. He stuttered out his next words. What? What does SMART protocol stand for? Prime stood up to his full height. It stands for... The leader of the Autobot slowly moved his hand down toward his robocrotch <laughs> and unshackled the metal plate revealing a metallic dong that would put Unicron to shame. He stood tall and erect and looked down at the human man and said... Smart, slutty machines are ready to transform. <laughs> As Prime bellowed out the true meaning of the smart protocol and his enormous auto dong swung heavily back no. and forth. No. Like an enormous bell that was also shaped no. like a oh, penis. Okay, okay, let's show, show, tell us over. Sam Whitwick, you fell backward, overwhelmed by the sheer size of Optimus' metallic member. His... <laughs> His shock and awe was broken as several other Autobots entered the room, each with metallic dongs that were also enormous. Yeah, yeah. Autobot! Optimus Prime yelled, Roll out! Your, your dicks! No, 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 no. That's, Soon uh, Sam was no. surrounded by 12-foot-tall machine men, each with enormous dongs, except for Bumblebee. <laughs> his looked smaller than the rest, but that's okay because it made Sam feel less self-conscious about his own dong size. Okay. Okay, that's... Uh, one by one, the Autobots jerked their massive Cybertronian wieners, spraying oil and windshield, wi windshield wiper fluid and whatever else types of fluid cars have in them. I'm not too sure I'm not a car guy. Sam opened his mouth and spun around, catching the cargo in his mouth while caressing the truck nuts that hung low beneath each of the Autodongs. Slutty machines are ready to transform. The Autobots yelled as they unloaded their gas tanks again and again. All right, that's, that's enough. Now, it's time, time to Anyway, Sam had sex with every Transformer, especially Optimus Prime. They had sex a bunch. And then Optimus Prime got pregnant with Sam's baby, and it was a half-Autobot, half-human baby named Jeremy, who could turn into a car like a Transformer, but kept it a secret because no one at the school deserved to know his cool secret. The end. You know, a large portion of this room has never seen this show before. But I bet they want to now, well, right? Mm. You know what it would help is if you put in a slideshow. It's true. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just drifted off there. Um, hmm. I brought back the lateral lisp for you. Oh, I love it. I just want you to know I that. I love the good lateral lisp. Mm. It's my favorite. Well, thank you, guys. Normally, there'd be some sort of bullshit sound effect, and we'd move on to the next thing. But uh, we've got all this to do. 
So, let's make quick work of this. Uh, standard, I assume standard white elephant uh, exchange protocols uh, engaged. Uh, you choose one. It can be stolen twice. Uh, when it gets stolen, you choose another thing. After the second steal, it's locked. And that fucker takes that thing home because they really wanted it. Um, <laughs> so what do we got now? We got 14, 15, 15. Uh, all right, Paul. You can you can still choose one. Uh, as Jesse said, I forgot to bring a gift, so oh. I will leave it up to the audience. If oh. You guys will just point point one if you. Uh, I well, that's what I'm saying. You. We've got a couple extras, so um, as long as not more than two people forgot, then I also had a script just like Jeff. It was amazing. You guys uh, missed out. <laughs> um, but um, so which one? What am I going for, uh, Robert? You said there was grab one. Just take one. Oh shit! <laughs> the crowd is turning on you. Just God damn it, okay, Paul! All right. <laughs> All right. What do we got, Paul? What do we got? Fuck you. Get a gift. <laughs> yeah. You didn't bring something? Well, eat shit. Here's one for you. Right, right. Is it an Xbox? Probably. I'm hoping it's a vinyl. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. What do we got? Oh, oh. Uh, oh. It is the Miss, Miss Piggy uh, workout. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well. This is being sold on eBay immediately, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Thank you to whoever brought this, you sick fuck. Right. <laughs> well, keep it around, because I don't think you're going home with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 69, baby. Uh, buddy, grab one. Uh, I want this weird basket thing that Ben brought. Okay. It's All super right. creepy, right? Oh, it's it's chocolate. That's on brand for Ben. <laughs> it's like uh, coffee chocolate. Oh, from Trader Joe's. Nice. That is so Ben. I love it. Oh, couple All right, bars, guys. I got caught. But look at look at the fucking and basket. You got the basket. You've already got part of oh, your yeah. Easter shopping out of the way. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, there's shit. more apparently. Is that there's porn? Ah, oh, it's a book. Oh. I don't want to read. Oh, it's gross jokes. Let's read one. <laughs> oh, sure. Yay! This show is only going to be Eat three the hours long. Jesse, no grow up. <laughs> Eat the chocolate. No one can steal it from you. Oh, automatically no. The first two are something about a Polish lady, and then the second one's about two black guys. I'm out. Oh. <laughs> They've been socially gross. Uh, <laughs> um, wow. Uh, <laughs> it was a different Jokes time. Jokes that didn't age well. There are uh, illustrations, <laughs> too. Jesse, it was 2020. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's uncomfortable, then. No. All right. It was all COVID. Right. All right. There were... Yeah. <laughs> they were some people were baking bread. <laughs> some people were publishing racist joke books. <laughs> we all got through it our own ways, buddy. <sighs> Jeff, what would you like? My mic won't reach. I have to go and leave it here. Oh yeah. Ooh. Noise. Oh. Oh, it makes oh. that's probably it's making nice noise. Box. That sounds yeah. loud. Nice it's box. got a little bit Is of. Is it a dog? <laughs> It's it. a metal dong. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh. Wait, I haven't opened the box yet. It oh. says Aberfeldy Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Wait. Which you're like, hey, hey, hey. But what the interior shows. Racist joke book. Even more racist joke book. better. It's cookies. Hey. Hell yeah. Damn How'd it. you know I was depressed and would eat all these? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, because I, I don't know if anybody's going to be leaving early, but I've got... I've got... You, you 
Oh, fuck yeah. No one can Thank steal you, Jesse. This, right? this is so sweet. Thank you. Round of applause for Jesse, you yeah, guys. Come Jesse. on. This is great. Yeah, Everybody, yeah, on the panel. For Jesse. Everybody on the panel gets uh, gets gets what's in there, and nobody's looked yet, so that's fine. Uh, all right. I know it's in there. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's our first panel. Yay. Yay. And Jeff. <laughs> all right. Well, that's our first panel. Let's get our second one up here real quick, because we're already a half hour in. Uh, our second panel is Ben Warheit. Jordan Quattlebaum and Jack Marie in that order. In that order. Woo! Hey, Ben. Hi, Jesse. Hi there. Good to have you. Good to have you. Uh, ben is uh, holding down the uh, the animals that are our open mic hosts. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's very helpful around oh, here, um, helping organize that. And also, uh, a wonderful stand-up in your own gosh darn right. Oh, sometimes, yeah. So good to have you. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah. I saw my nephew, saw my sister, saw my mom. Awesome. I played shoots and ladders with eight-year-olds. Hell yeah. And like a five-year-old level. I was a little disappointed. <laughs> but yeah. it was okay. All it was right. Okay. Okay. What, you were playing at a five-year-old level, or they were? Oh, uh, all of the above, but Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. When you roll, we, we t they couldn't roll dice. Oh. <laughs> they they placed dice and went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Just move that many spaces. It was very right. cute. Well, very house cute. rules, Ben. How about you? Yeah, it was my house. <laughs> oh, or not oh. the rules. Shit. All right. Oh. Then I guess I fucked that up. Um. Uh, well, good to have you. Good, good to have you. you, Jordan. Good to have you as good, well. Thank you. Good to have you. Uh, oh well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you don't know that yet. Um, Jordan, uh, you've you brought us the uh, the subject line show. Yeah, I uh, love this doing year. It. A lot yeah. of fun. Uh, well, explain that to the people. Yeah. Um. So the subject line is every month I give my comedians who come on the show a different subject, and they have to only talk about that subject their entire eight minute set. So we've done like. Uh, for February, we did love. You can only talk about love, rather that be a, <laughs> what you love or what you don't love, and so on. So we had depression. Of course, it's comics. We've we've been all over the board. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it, it puts them in a bubble, and it, it like it's fun to see them panic because they're like, wait, I can't talk about something else. I got to stay <sighs> to that thing. Yeah, we very much like to. Uh put comics in boxes around here apparently <laughs> you you can only do what we tell you to do yeah i mean do that show fair. well good to have you jordan Thank good you. To have you. hey jack hello hi there hi how are you so good are you so good oh wouldn't you be even better if you didn't have to take any of those paintings out in the lobby home and you guys wanted to buy some of those and take them home for yourself yeah huh? buy my art yeah it's or, the holidays. Do it. Or yeah. you'll be stuck here forever. <laughs> We're locking the doors until yeah. all the pieces sell. <laughs> Just one more present for somebody that you might have missed. <laughs> uh, good to have you, Jack. Good to be here. Uh, Jack is a Stab Show favorite. Uh, and uh, you've been on uh, all of, all of, <laughs> all of Heather's, Heather Rogue's various insanities yes. over the year. I just do what I'm told. Yes. And that always works. Every time. Always works out. Uh, all right. Well, let's get... Should I... Yeah, let's do the thing. Let, guys, don't worry. There's only six more segments. <laughs> <sighs> but this should be a quick one. It's pickup lines. All right. We all understand that the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And a relationship that'll see us to our respective graves begins with a single clumsy chat-up line screamed through a spray of spittle into the face of someone that your six Jaeger bombs tell, you, <laughs> tell us you want a tongue wrestle. Huh? 
I didn't, I didn't read that very well. Um, ah, pickup lines. So graceful, so elegant. And so in pickup lines, you've been asked to give us three pickup lines to or from each of the following persons, places, or things, or concepts, or whatever the fucks. We'll go one 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 two 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 three three three. Are is that a is that a look of you just now uh, understanding that you needed to write three, Jordan? Uh. So I wrote. <laughs> Wait, I wrote three okay. of the one. The, the there one you, you told me to nailed do. it. Okay, oh, good. just making sure. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> and actually, we've got we've got bonus. Uh, you know, I'll play I'll play Daniel's. Uh, Daniel Kesnich was supposed to be here too. He he's sick and sent his via audio. So <laughs> we'll play his uh, in the middle of these as well because the show isn't long enough. Uh, <laughs> ben, let's Jesse. let's get things started. Yeah. Let's hear your first of three pickup lines. Two are from a handful of sauce packets and napkins at the bottom of a bag of fast food. You guys got that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Easy. All right. Thank you for saying. Yeah, that is very helpful. <laughs> Don't act nodding. like that's not extremely politely, easy to track. Quietly that's nodding. Easy. We got this. Okay. Good. This. Sauce packets. Bag. Napkins, all right? <laughs> ba -da -ba 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 -ba. Come on me. Uh huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Right. I disappointed the people I thought I might disappoint. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. Thought you guys could use a shorty. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, Jordan, yeah. let's hear your first of three pickup lines. Two are from a tuxedo made of duct tape. <laughs> hey, girl, are you wearing a tuxedo made of duct tape? Because you look uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And Would you move post that? <laughs> <laughs> I look like I would wear a tuxedo made of duct tape for fucking drip, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right, and uh, first of Daniel's. Daniel was asked to give us uh, th uh, pickup lines. Two are from a crate of 90s R&B cassettes. Jesus Christ. I tee him up with the best goddamn one, and then he gets sick. All right, let's see. I'll sing Mary Jane by Mary J. Blige to you all night long. All you got to do is stick a pencil in my hole and give it a twist. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. My panties are wet. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. You know what? He didn't waste them. Uh, <laughs> and Jack, our first, finish our first time around here. Um, <laughs> oh, I th yeah, this works. Uh, <laughs> Jack, let's hear your first of three pickup lines. Two are from an oil painting of a basset hound. Yeah, perfect for me. Very classy. <laughs> yeah. mm. Hey, if you're looking to help a loyal hound bury his bone, I'm hung. <laughs> above the fireplace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, above the fireplace. What, what did you think the basset hound meant? Hello. God, it's a classy oil hound. Uh, <laughs> second time around. Ben, hi there. Let's hi. reset it. Let's hear your second of three pickup lines. Two are from a handful of sauce packets and napkins at the bottom of a bag of fast food. Sauce packets? All right. Tear all of me open. <laughs> Spill myself on morsels and bite. Masticate. <laughs> Mix me in the soup your mouth makes. Swallow me. Lose me. In you. 
Find me again in your nostrils. Notice the notes that fill your nose. Spicy? <laughs> it's me. Find me. Hurt me. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I, I had per- they got my room. Yay! <laughs> I got them. Ben, oh. has, ben has chosen a specific audience. I told you it was going to get warm. <laughs> Yeah, you can feel free to turn that off if that's what you just how did. How the yeah. fuck am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> well, Jordan, let's see how you did. Let's hear. Let's hear. Not good, I tell you. Well, well, I think we all did quite well. Uh, Jordan, let's hear your second of three pickup lines tour from a tuxedo made of duct tape. Hey. <laughs> so, are you wearing a tuxedo made of duct tape? Because you look kinky and formal. <laughs> yeah. See, that's fine. Don't judge yourself based on any previous work. You believe in yourself, and people will believe in you, Jordan. <laughs> but his was so hot, and now I'm not even talking about the fucking buckets of hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was like in Fifty Shades of Grey. I felt like you're reading it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear Daniel's second. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. It's working for everybody in here. Let's see if Daniels are still working uh, from a crate of 90s R&B cassettes. Are you 90s R&B legend, Sade? Because that was a kiss of life. Oh my god, this is really embarrassing. My tape just unwound and got everywhere. I swear <laughs> this is really happening. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, there was a couple seconds of that, but that's all right. We didn't need any more, Daniel. Um, yeah, oh, oh, I just unspooled. Mm. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Uh, Jack, second uh, pickup line tour from an oil painting of a basset hound. You must be a little Sherlock Holmes costume because I'd look adorable in you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) That pickup line was elementary, my dear Watson. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Ben. How, how about you oh. begin us on the finishing of pickup lines? What to or from? Why? I'm glad you asked me to reset a third time. To or from? A handful of sauce packets and napkins at the bottom of a bag of, a bag of fast food. Stuff me under <laughs> your driver's seat. Forget me entirely. Scoot your seat back and forth. Back and forth. Yes. Get fat. Make room for the new you. Scoop your my back once more. Last time, crush me in the intricacies of your Ultima. <laughs> I want to end under you, by you, with your perfect indifference. There's a puddle underneath me now. Let me tell you what. Clean up, but right away. Yeah, we'll have a mop. <laughs> we'll have a mop break in between these segments. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I feel stupid. Like <laughs> he wrote his intricate book, <laughs> and I'm over here like, hey. <laughs> 
You're married, right? Uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm engaged. Oh, that counts. Hopefully a- the marriage goes through. <laughs> I'm alone. This shit doesn't work. <laughs> I'm keeping you away from my fiance. Because <laughs> it might. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just doing a delicate audio dance uh, this entire night to make sure any of this is usable. We're so loud. Uh, but that's good. I like it. I'm just thinking about the hell I'm going to have editing. So, <laughs> but thank Whatever you. Whatever you do, don't be present. Jesus. No, I can't. Don't, <laughs> don't I do can't. That. I can't. Because I'm already thinking about how this episode goes out Monday. Uh, Jordan. Jordan, hi there. Hi. Uh, you, you're, a, you're, a, you're a good, good boy. You're a good boy, a Jordan. Good boy. And, and you did good. If and I was the hot sauce in his bag, I'd be mild. <laughs> you know what? That's popular with a lot of people, Jordan. That's true. That's true. You got it. See? Thank See? you. <laughs> See? You could be the mild to some somebody's quesarito out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if that's dirty or not, but it sounds it like is. it the way I'm saying <laughs> it. Jordan, let's hear your 33 pickup lines. Two are from a tuxedo made of duct tape. <laughs> Everybody comes into this with an even playing field. It's what you it's what you do with it. So let's hear it. Let's what do you got? Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how it starts. That's how it starts. Are you wearing a tuxedo made of duct tape? Because that's a lot easier to explain to the police. <laughs> <laughs> See? Go out with the bang. <laughs> See? It doesn't have to be a novella, Jordan. <laughs> It's a pickup line. It's straight to the point. It's dirty. It's gross. <laughs> Let's fuck. That's yeah. And I might be getting arrested tonight. Well, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how some good dates end. Uh, Daniel, let's get our third of three uh, from a crate of 90s R&B cassettes. Are you a crate full of 90s R&B cassette tapes? Because you're more than likely a little bit broken and kind of old, but not that old. Yeah, you're all right. You're all right. You're a little old, but but I like that. I like the that. cope of not that old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Jack, how about you wrap up our second segment already? See, it's going to go so quickly, guys. It's, it's fine. A, a brisk clip. Jack, let's hear your 33 uh, pickup lines. Who are from an oil painting of a basset hound? Are you holding that paddle for the art auction, or have I been a bad boy? <laughs> Yeah. 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 And there's there's pickup lines, everybody. <laughs> I'm just imagining like all of us on Love is Blind and this is all you could say to the other person. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> just me going, hey. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, might have worked. Uh Ben. <laughs> Hi there. Hi, Jesse. Uh, would you like to grab uh, a gift, oh, uh, a fresh gift here, or oh. steal something from previous, or what oh, would you like freshy, to do? Freshy, freshy, freshy. All right. Mm, 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 mm. Any faves? Hmm? Any, anybody hmm? curious about a thing? Shiny? Th- this shiny? Okay. <laughs> oh. It is pretty. I need to not have so many goddamn things. You got a lot going on. I, d- I do. I do. That's a very pretty bag. It I is. don't know how to nice. talk into Mike. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Hey, everybody. Yeah. All right. There we go. 
I have to describe. This is, oh wow! This yeah. is a voice of mine. Oh! <laughs> Anybody want to take a guess on what the fuck is happening on the front of this thing? Oh <laughs> uh, no! It's the. You're right. It's the best. It's Danny DeVito. <laughs> How beautiful! Oh, who's the good girl or boy who did this? <laughs> who did this? Well, and and for the audio-only audience, it's a Danny DeVito fanny pack. Ooh. I can't believe you have the director of Matilda on your fucking hips, you know? Yeah. A Danny pack, if a Danny you pack. Oh, my uh, God, I'm stupid. <laughs> well, I bought it, so. Danny <laughs> pack, that's so fucking genius. Oh, that's good. Wait, and the director of, oh, what is it, uh, the greatest movie ever made? Matilda. It's, no, no, all right. No, it's, it's starring Edward Norton. Matilda. Yeah. Thank you. So greatest film ever made. Jesus Christ, so many jokes. It's so good. Yay, good person. Yeah. All right, all right uh, Jordan. Question: If I'm not staying the full show, am I? How would that work? Um, That's why I just didn't want to take it, and then you know. Well, one, you will be shamed. Yeah. But um, I have work in the morning. I'm that's sorry. Fair, that's fair. Um. Well, maybe. I did bring a gift, though. Okay. Well, shit, then you're entitled to something. But that'll be, I mean, you got to get out quick before somebody steals it, I guess, if it's good. Oh, that's true. Or you can just steal Well, I'm going to hang a little while. Yeah. Okay. So well, gives then, you a chance to steal all right, it. All right. Good. Then grab whatever you okay. want. Please. Oh, fuck. I want this. Uh-oh. Oh, oh shit. Oh, that's oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. If my pickup lines don't make her wet, this sure will. <laughs> so, uh, a Care Bears pullover hoodie. Or not, pullover sweater. It's my size. It's oh, extra shit. large. Like, All right. We'll see. I kind of want to put it on. <laughs> well, don't get too attached. Don't get if too attached. If you put it on, it might discourage steals. That's true. That's true. All right. So, go for it. Jack, real quick. <laughs> so sorry. All right. We got to somehow do the show. Oh, God. Oh, everybody bring a sleeping bag? <laughs> Just the number. All right, what do we got? Mm -hmm. Oh, another, more outerwear. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it is a bird. Is it? It's, a, it's, a, pigeon. Is it? it's a, a shoestring pigeon. Ooh, right. That's neat. That's a nifty thing. Thank you, mystery oh, person. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I got a sack. Yay. Clap right. for us and then we Yay, leave. Yay. Yeah. It's been Jordan, Woo. Daniel Kesnich, and Jack Marie. Yeah, that works. Oh, yeah, we got a garbage bag. Awesome. Well, let's get, if you guys want to grab drinks, you can do it quick. But let's get segment three up here. It's, oh, wait. Uh, yeah, one is on Zoom. That's going to be awkward. Uh, Alex Shoemaker, Milk Surface, Dana Bryant, and Eric Barger. So. All right. It is segment three, and I just clicked off the goddamn script. <laughs> uh, it's Breakfast of Champions. New Year means eating well and taking care of yourself. Setting a course to the island of achievement of one's goals. But it's still December 29th from where we're sitting, so that shit can wait. Let's pour ourselves a bowl of sugary good goods in Breakfast of Champions. Uh, in Breakfast of Champions, you're asked to give us the packaging, applicable mascots, slogans, and or nutritional information for a breakfast cereal branded around the following particular things or concepts. Um, I should have introduced you guys first, but we'll do it this way. Hey, Alex. Hey. 
Hey. Hi there. Hey, Alex, going? producer of One Fall Improv. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. What is that show for everybody? Um, yeah, I pull weird clips, weird moments in professional wrestling history. Um, no no actual matches, but like, like more like interviews, um, promos, weird vignettes. Uh, and then I have a gra- uh, cast of improvisers do improv scenes based on these weird moments in professional wrestling history. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's usually, oh, well, not usually. It's second Saturdays, 8 p.m. If you want to check that out. Yeah, um, yeah let's, oh, I'm going to have to reset everything. Um, <laughs> you know what? Let's do this. <clears throat> Milk. Well, we'll introduce everybody, and then I'll reset what breakfast is. Uh, Milk. Hi there. Hi. 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 Use the microphone. There you go. <laughs> It's uh, been a while since I've been in real life. Well, good to have you. Milk does a lot of stuff around here, mostly mostly visual. Yeah, I'm well, I'm in the shadows, just throwing stuff out. Lots of graphics and stuff. A lot of the stuff that you see in uh, some of our promotional stuff is milk, uh, like the screen uh, for the show that you guys are watching right now. Milk did that. Um, so yeah, thank you. And yeah. uh, what else do you do aside from uh, various busy work for us? Uh, I have two shows that stream only on Stab TV. I've got the Digipod Pokecast show uh-huh. <laughs> uh, with Corey Barringer, and I have Sketchy Friends, which uh, both uh, might have some time changes and stuff, so keep your eye out. Yeah, those are streaming-only uh, shows because that's what we do here, too. We've yeah. we got stuff live in person and stuff uh, streaming-only. You can catch us StabTV.com, Twitch.tv slash StabComedy. Well, good to have you, uh, Milk. Uh, and Dana. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Oh, uh, I've got yeah. people cheering for Hell me. Yeah. Yay. Uh, Dana is a co-host of The Book Report yes. with Jesse Rivera. Uh, what's that about? So Jesse Rivera and I get two comedians to come and give us a book report about a book that they love. And we banter and talk about books. And then I make the comedians do an improv scene with me. <sighs> and some of them are stand-ups that don't do improv. So it's great. <laughs> yeah. So that goes usually how you'd expect. No, it goes... <laughs> It goes better than you'd expect. Everybody's because, great. Yeah, because Dana helps them along wonderfully. Right. Well, if I just set up a dirty premise, I mean, that's right in the alleyway for a stand-up. Yeah, so they're exactly. Fine. One of the books was fan fiction, though, right? Oh, On yeah. It actually was. Someone brought internet fan fiction, and that was intense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if I can do it visually. We'll see. Uh, our fourth, I almost forgot there's a fourth in this one. Uh, it's Eric Borger. Hey, Eric. Woo! Uh, let's click Hello? <laughs> we exist. There you go. There's Eric. I'm not going to like full screen you guys. I can't for the screen. So you're going to be in tiny little boxes. Hey, Eric. What's what's crapping in? Uh, you know, just, just this long show. Um, Eric did a big old project for Christmas that he asked me to be a part of, but I was too busy, and I... I <laughs> I feel terrible, but I had my own Christmas stuff that I was doing. So, but uh, Eric, uh, for those that don't already follow you, um, what did you spend Christmas doing? Uh, um, well, you'll hear about it in my prompt, yeah. but um, I did set you up for that. So, yeah, uh, I did a. There's okay. How do I even start? Th- I did a project called the Twenty Five Days of Chan Miss. There's a really a cheesy Christmas song called Mary Mary by Elizabeth Chan and I did a video every day leading up to Christmas uh, featuring the song Mary Mary by Elizabeth Chan (laughs) and by the end it got really wild and really convoluted Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) I 
got really up my own ass with it. So, <laughs> well, as one does with any good project. So, yes, it's appreciated. Milk, milk helped with one. Yeah. Milk animated a video of me dancing around. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty gosh darn good. Well, good to have you, Eric. Let's get back to what I set up earlier, and I'll reset up now. It's Breakfast of Champions. Uh, you guys were just asked to give us the packaging, mascot, slogans, and nutritional information for a breakfast cereal branded around the following particular things or concepts. Uh, Alex, let's hear your breakfast uh, cereal themed around tax season. You're a couple of months into the new year. Your seasonal depression is gone. You just canceled your gym membership. <laughs> You're now without a care in the world. And then it happens. You realized you've paid taxes on everything you need in life. Or did you? <laughs> well, not so fast. Now starts your fifth panic attack of the year. That's right. It's tax season. <laughs> Get served up with uh, asking your former employer 37 times for your W-2 for the... <laughs> For the job, you took a dump in the lobby before you left. Hmm? Enjoy the mo marshmallow trunks of what the fuck is a 1099? <laughs> and how could we how could we forget about the puffs of wait? I hadn't paid taxes on my, on being an Uber driver. I'm fucked. <laughs> and don't forget, every box comes with a celebrity that got caught for tax invasion. Nice, a cute cute kid. Oh wow, I got Wesley Snipes. <laughs> And don't forget, you give them a squeeze and they have a unique catchphrase. <laughs> mm -hmm. You can forget that I was in the 1996 movie The Fan, but you can never forget to pay your taxes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sound advice. <laughs> so get those receipts and work documents that you found underneath a half-eaten pizza and dive into a bowl of tax season. Best before April 15th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Alan. Well done. Well done. Milk. Oh, yeah, I just noticed. <laughs> Sorry, I put milk in the cereal uh, side Oh, I segment. didn't. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. Well, <laughs> we're both realizing it now. Good for us. Milk. Let's hear your uh, cereal. Um, your uh, empty nest syndrome cereal. Nestle Silence, a cereal for those who have <laughs> finally gotten their house back to themselves. <laughs> the mascot is a, a little bird in a sailor uniform, but with Jinko jeans. Uh, smoking a cigar and holding a smartphone. Uh, the mascot isn't on the box or in the commercial. <laughs> Here's mm. the commercial. Whether you're a mother, the owner of a comedy club in a city that everyone wants to leave, or a father, <laughs> there's a time when all the little shitbirds you raised under your forced cohabitation abandon you for greater pastures and radical social political ideas that can't possibly be real. <laughs> This may come with an emptiness that consumes any excitement uh, you have over your future home office, meticulously crafted train sanctuary, or cobweb room. <laughs> and just like you ignored the feelings of the squawking chicks, why not continue to doubt the existence of emotional regulation and fill that emptiness with some crunchy Nestle silence? Mm. TM. <laughs> Nestle Silence is absolutely crammed with the same kind of love and nourishment that you gave those precious hashlings for 18 to 34 years. <laughs> I mean, now they don't want to talk to you just because you've never taken the time to really know who they are or follow up with any of the digital events they sent you links to mm. that shows that they're happy that they didn't go to Dr. Law Trade School that you found <laughs> on education.com5680.page. 
Well, talk at them with your mouthful of cereal that's tainted with the flavor of complex contrary ideas that would be too weird to talk about outside of obscure Facebook posts that <laughs> beg for attention and only get various emote reactions. <laughs> and once you finish off the box, after possibly processing the emotions of the last several years of guilt-requested visits from the little tits, at the bottom <laughs> of the box, you'll find a meme that isn't actually racist to post oh. on Facebook to reassure that you're glad that they're not chirping about the house with their PC empathy and their rigid computer room that's now your <laughs> sex dungeon slash apothecary. <laughs> Nestle silence. Finally, some soul-crushing peace and quiet. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. What, you have to learn something about your kids? No. Just make sure they don't die and get them out of the house. I'm hoping my parents didn't follow the link I sent them before this show. Ooh, all right. <laughs> well, thank you, Milk. Uh, wonderful. I mean, terrible. But wo <laughs> but wonderful. Uh, Dana, oh, this will be another flavor of terrible. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe your middle school-themed cereal. <laughs> hey, parents! Is your middle schooler embarking on the transitional period of life known as middle school? Well, do we have the cereal for you. <laughs> Introducing Cookie Bunch of Nuts. <laughs> Everyone knows middle school age is the worst. <laughs> middle schoolers are young enough to have the energy of a little kid, but old enough to have the smart mouth of a full-blown fucking teenager. <laughs> This cereal contains bran flakes and nutrient-rich nut clusters to fu fuel middle schoolers as their hormonal rage starts to develop, but also chocked full of brightly colored sugar-packed marshmallows because they won't eat it if it looks healthy. <laughs> the cereal mascot is a cute, cuddly bunny that is also somehow erotically alluring. <laughs> oh. Because at this age... Half the kids still want cuddles with their mommy, while the other half is sneaking peeks at the special sticky magazines that daddy hides under the bed. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen our commercials? You'll enjoy our cuddly bunny friend as they enjoy a big bowl of cereal after handling some of the biggest trials in middle school. Ending in our cast slogan, Fuck you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I want my teddy bear. <laughs> oh. Is there a prize inside, <laughs> you ask yourself? Well, sometimes every box of <laughs> Cookie Bunch of Nuts may or may not include a surprise. Puberty! <laughs> Sorry for the kids that didn't get a prize. <laughs> Better luck in high school. <laughs> so get your middle schooler a box of cereal today. And just remember, it'll get better in high school. It'll, it'll, it'll get better, right? Yay. <laughs> okay. Oh, Ooh. I've seen way too much fan art of that mascot. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, ugh, thank you, Dana. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's switch this to Eric. Uh, there we go. That wasn't. Oh wait, I didn't do it right. Uh, you know what? Close enough. Wait, there it is. There it is. There's Eric. Uh, Eric. Uh, it's funny we should mention what you uh, spent your December on. Because I'd like to hear, I'd like to hear your cereal, uh, branded after embarking on a really mentally and physically taxing month-long project. <laughs> hey kids, we've got a hot new cereal inspired by the hot new internet trend, the 
five days of Chanmas. As you all know, because it was super hella viral, 25 Days of Chanmas was the video project in which Eric James Barger made a video every day of December featuring a super hella niche Christmas song by Elizabeth Chan. And we've turned that trend into a new serial called Chanmas Chunks. With each bowl of Chanmas Chunks, Oh, man, it starts out really light and fun, but as soon as you get about six bites in, you'll realize, oh, my God, this is really a undertaking. But unlike most cereals, Chanmas chunks don't get soggy. The, the deeper that you get into a bowl of Chanmas chunks, the harder it seems to be. What have I gotten myself into, you'll think? You'll start losing a little bit of sleep every single night, thinking about how you're going to get through your next few bites of Chanmas chunks. You'll start freaking out, asking friends who you normally don't talk to at all. Can you please help me get through this bite of Chanmas chunks? At a certain point, you'll think, maybe I should just give up on this bowl of Chanmas chunks. But then you'll realize how stupid it would look to say you were going to take 25 bites of Chanmas chunks and only take 12 bites of Chanmas chunks. Play the game on the back of the box as our mascot, Ericky, runs through the maze to find all 25 of the magical Chanberries. <laughs> but be careful, don't run into the mean old iPhone storage alerts, or you'll have to go back to your computer, upload all the stuff you just shot, and then permanently delete it from your phone and hope you didn't miss anything that you then have to go fucking shoot again! <laughs> Collect all 25 box tops from Chanmas Chunks and you'll get our grand prize of 200 to 600 views. So get Chanmas Chunks. Chanmas Chunks, throw them in your cart. But be warned, halfway through you'll wish you didn't start because Chanmas Chunks are really hard. And once you're done, you really sick. Chanmas Chunks! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a sneaking suspicion that that's exactly how that was going to taste. Oh, Eric. You did it, though. You did it. That's what matters. Uh, well, that's some Breakfast of Champions. Uh, Eric, you can keep sticking around if you want, but I understand a lot of you people are on a, on a, <laughs> a Zoom call for like two and a half hours that you get to participate for like five minutes. So I get it. But if you want to stick around, please do. Uh, let's get some presents. Uh, Alex, grab something. Also, we can take like a, like an inter, well, the intermission makes it last longer. If you want to, if you want to get something during things, please, please. Oh, uh, all right. Pick that one, that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alex, not that one. Get that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is the candle so you can burn the book? <laughs> if if Jordan's still here, uh, yes, I re-gifted the book that you left here <laughs> during your book report appearance. <laughs> yes. 
has some uh, of that stab dust on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so far everybody seems to be okay with people just taking what they got in the first place. No steals. No. Nobody. Everybody's just wanting the new stuff. All right. Go ahead, milk. If you want to grab something new. Milk, grab that one. <laughs> that one right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I did it right, Eric. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Can you tell I grew up with an OCD mom? I oh, can't just rip the paper. <laughs> I can't either. I have to delicately open the thing. They're going to frame it after Christmas. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> it's a Hawaiian massager. Oh. Yeah. It's a, uh, I don't know. Uh, Bob brought it. What is this, Bob? <laughs> I went to the opening of a new Oh, that explains the cat on here. Is this specifically a cat massager? Because that'd be weird, considering that says uh, it's for the home and car. You know, on the on the side there, it shows all the oh, okay, all the ways that you can massage yourself. I see, I see. So this is human mostly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice massager. It looks yeah. like it's heated too. It gives that impression. Uh, so there, you got a nice thing. Uh, Dana, grab okay. something. Oh, and uh, yeah, uh, for the listeners, Alex got a, a nice candle. I didn't, can't remember what it is. And uh, and sign language, the Jerry Seinfeld uh, book. Yes. yes. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We got some some drinking glasses to make me look look drunk. Oh, nice. The glasses with the straw, so it right. swirls around. Yeah. Oh, whoopee cushion. Nice. <laughs> nice. Some shattering teeth. Oh nice. man! I can become a stand-up comedian now. <laughs> <Jesse. could. laughs> oh, that I I believe that is the stand-up comedian starter kit right there. <laughs> Whoopee cushion, straw glasses, and some shattering teeth. Oh, guys! It seems oh. very related to your prompt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get beat up after this for making fun of stand-up. <laughs> Yay! Thank you. One more time, Alex. Thank you, thank you. Milk, Dana, and Eric Barger. Hi. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, all right. Uh, segment four: Brett Stoltz, Katie Grant, and Nick Pattergrew. And while you guys are getting up here, I'm gonna set things up. Uh, Brett Stoltz, hi there. Hi, how, how are, are you? you? I'm alive. How are you? Oh well. Uh, Sit in the bar, roll up. Same. Roll up. Samezies. Yeah. Uh, Brett, you're a favorite around these parts in the snapshot. Do you still uh, partake in much more comedy stuff uh, outside of this program? Uh, my daughter thinks I'm funny, so I think well, there that, you go. There, yeah. So that's <laughs> it. So that's all that matters. I also do bribe her with ice cream, so that might be part of the deal, right there. Well, yeah, daddy's really funny. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't done that in a while, but I have been doing other writing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. How yeah, uh, so. last last we spoke, you had a, a pilot shopping around a pilot, and then now currently working on a feature. It's a buddy cop thing with uh, priests who are exorcists. Oh. Uh oh. So, uh oh. Uh, get that Vatican money. Yeah. <laughs> this this might be this might be an issue with uh, Nick Pettigrew's long delayed game. We might <laughs> we might have a crossover here. Uh, oh no. Or an expansion <laughs> expansion pack. Uh, well, awesome. Wonderful to have you. Sorry I'm not looking at you. I'm a terrible, terrible person. I said I wasn't, I said I wasn't gonna step. do this, and I'm doing it anyway. Um, Katie, hi there! Hey, hi. how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm alright. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Katie, uh, helps I hold... I liked the first hour of the show already. It's been great. Okay, you don't have to bring it. No, I'm, bring, like, I'm, I... 
You're lo- it's awesome. It's been awesome. Yeah. No, we're. It's gonna keep picking up. The pace yeah. is gonna keep picking up. I promise. <laughs> uh, we I have like been. The pace. Those two. Those last two prompts went so much faster than the first one. Just uh, take the compliment. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. I'm good at accepting compliments. Uh, Katie helps uh, hold down the stab jam. Yeah. Second Saturday is here. Yeah. Uh, what's a what's a what's a what's an improv jam? Uh, so Nathan Little and I host Improv Jam. It is the second Saturdays at 10 p.m. It's kind of like what I would call like an open mic, but for improvisers. Mm-hmm. Um, we invite like the improvisers who are in the community just to come and to try improv for the first time. And the cool thing about Stab Jam is you can always perform twice. Mm-hmm. We'll always let you do come up on stage two times. We do a short form and a long form bit, but it kind of lets you see how how you like improv. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and. I'll be talking to you two later because I have I have thoughts yes. and ideas about uh, expansions. So we'll see. How the, what? We'll take huh? it. What? What's going on? Oh, I mean, I could, but I'm not good at that either. Um, so yeah. we'll talk about marketing uh, after. Uh, <laughs> new. Well, I mean, it's about Katie, but yes. Um, <laughs> improv uh, classes are starting here at Stab now. Uh, yeah. Finally, getting out of my own way. So they'll be starting uh, Sundays and Tuesdays uh, in uh, January. I believe it's the 14th and 16th. Check out the website, stabcomedytheater.com slash improv. Uh, but yeah, you guys are a, a big part of that, uh, the getting people on stage and, and performing. So that's we appreciate that very much. That's Nathan over there. Uh, and uh, well, thank you, Katie. And uh, Nick Pettigrew. Hi. Hey there. Our good friend Nick Pettigrew down in Los Angeles. Um, how's th- how how uh, how are you, Nick? I'm doing great. Hell uh, yeah. Just found out that my son probably has ADHD. Sure. Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch! Can you hear me now? There we go. Hell yeah. Is that better? All right. Fuck yeah. this mic. <laughs> yeah. Got a different thing. <laughs> So, um, we hear your son may have ADH. ADHD. Oh, D. There's another D. Though. Okay. And, and then while I was uh, talking to the doctor and we were going over all the symptoms and everything, I realized, I think I have ADHD yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, we kind of, sort of, don't we, kind of all, like, aren't we, uh, to some degree, we're on the, so he's in good company, is all we're saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Nick, uh, also a part-time, well, I don't know, part-time, full-time, uh, dabbling hobbyist game developer? Yeah, definitely part-time. <laughs> full-time state employee. Part-time game developer. Yeah. Well, uh, and that's why I, I sort of mentioned there might be a tie-in. <clears throat> yeah, you know, Expressorsist coming along. Yeah. <laughs> out soon. So, so, yeah, the game that, that Nick has been developing for the longest time is Expressorsist. Which is, which is a, a quickie uh, exorcism. So. Yeah, it's express exorcisms. Yeah, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah, so you I know, play that crossovers. I, I'm in. Let's play that. Let's. But you know what? Before we get to that, how about we play? Oh, look at that transition. I'll sing Mary Jane by Mary J. Blige to you all night long. Yeah. All you gotta do is stick a pencil in my hole and give it a twist. It's not really what I meant to do. <laughs> It's Dating Profiles, segment four. Looking for a fresh start to the year? Well, maybe it's time to be out with the old and in with the weird, confusing new that you're going to have to work to understand, like, from scratch. 
all while trying to get your own shit together? I mean, sounds like fun. So in dating profiles, you're asked to create the dating profiles from the following persons, places, things, or whatnot. So let's get out there and find a love match. Uh, Brett Stoltz. Yes. Let's hear your dating profile for a laundry basket full of things that need to be shredded. <laughs> My package may say multi-purpose. <laughs> And these cracked handles scream, put anything inside me. <laughs> but I'm tired of carrying around 12-year-old bank documents. Uh, I'm looking for someone to unload me after they're done unloading the dryer. Mm, mm. I'm looking for someone who wants these curves to ride their hip and caress their thigh <laughs> as we take things upstairs. <laughs> oh, While I'm not looking for commitment, I am down to put a baby clothes in me <laughs> mm-hmm. because this laundry basket is DTF down to fold yeah oh. Oh. yeah yeah I'm very aroused right now well yeah I mean I don't anybody have a cigarette because I'm gonna need one here in a second this is not the first time tonight that I've been happy there's a podium in front of me <laughs> But I think I'd rather like it delicate. Like that seemed really oh, yeah. rough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been dealing with stuff that needs to be shredded for a while. That's <laughs> that's that's extra. That's garbage extra is the problem. <laughs> so they're used to a rough kind of life. I think. I'm sorry. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm dissecting <laughs> Brett's dating profile. Thank you, Brett. Thank you. So good. So wonderful. Uh, Katie Grant. Hi there. I have to set it up for you. I'm ready. Katie Grant, let's hear your dating profile from the best friend in a romantic comedy. All right. So I set this up like you're reading through Bumble, just mm-hmm. scrolling. Her, <laughs> um, her name's Beth Stewart. She's 29, and the most important fact about her is she's quirky. Um, <laughs> she is. The first word goes, hey, Bumble. I'm ready for my own well-planned romantic meet-cute, just like my bestie. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about your life, too. See, my life is just empty enough so I can drop everything at a moment's notice to be right by my best friend's side. I spend all of my free time making vision boards for our wedding. Emphasize. Emphasis on our weddings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shelby is my best friend. She's the main character of my life. You know, I dream of having a romance like hers, but not as great as hers. (laughs) See, they met at the slot machines in Reno. (laughs) They bumped elbows, you know, they hit that little jackpot, and it was like history, magical, in Reno. (laughs) (laughs) Um, sorry. So, guys, just so you know, keep scrolling. Several pictures of me and Shelby. Um, (laughs) Looking for funny, looking for a funny, shy-looking Michael Sierra type. (laughs) Or, like, just some handsome D-list actor, whatever I can get. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to take just about anything. I'm hoping to meet a man before Shelby's big wedding. Mm -hmm. Where I'll be be a bridesmaid for the 17th time in my life. (laughs) So hit me up if you're interested in banging the bridesmaid. Uh, hashtag always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Oh, mm. you. Well, you know, maybe this time. Maybe this time. Or maybe just an eighth, maybe just an 18th dress in the 
in the closet. Oh, another bridesmaid. Because I can't wear the same one, right? It's a different I get it to at least 27. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Katie. So good. So good. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Nick. What's up? With proper working audio and every damn thing. Uh, yeah. Nick Pettigrew, let's wrap up some dating profiles just like that. Let's hear your dating profile uh, from a kidney stone. <laughs> hey, I'm Renal Kalsuli, but my friends call me Stone because I'm hard. Here's what you need to know about me. One, I love America. This country's my home and I wouldn't exist if it weren't for the delicious diets of my of so many porcine patriots. Two, I'm pro Trump. That toe-headed God King is personally responsible for my entire extended family. Every time I see him saddle up to a McDonald's, I know I'm about to have like five more cousins. Three, once I'm in your life, it's gonna be a fucking nightmare getting rid of me, all right? I'm a ride-or-die kind of guy. Sure, your aunt has some kind of homopathic cure made of cranberry quim or something, but I ain't going nowhere, hoss. Four, I was there on January 6th. That's right, I was as snug as a bug in a rug inside Ashley Babbitt's urethra. I mean, getting in... I mean, getting in the way and disrupting essential functions, that's my whole deal. <laughs> Five, I don't care if you're male or female, I'll still get up in your guts like E. coli at your Meemaw's 4th of July cookout. <laughs> so, if you're the kind of person who don't drink water because you know they put fluoride in it to hypnotize <laughs> the masses into going to drag brunches, I'm gonna get up inside ya! <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Stone. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'd swipe right. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you got to live dangerously sometimes. You just got to really feel some regret for a while. Uh, thank you, Nick. Uh, so good. Hey, let's do some presents. Okay. What, do we, what do you want, Brett? Are you still in a group? Should we be that group? Oh no! Oh, just make. But at the same time, there's just this giant. There is. I know. I'm gonna go for the giant thing. All right. Yeah. Oh man. Uh oh. What do we got here? (laughs) The real one. Come on, giant check. Careful. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Oh, you guys just healed five-year-old Brett's <laughs> Christmas from many years ago. Oh man! Well, well fuck the Muppets at this point. Hey, hey, hey I love hey. the Muppets, but it's Teenage Ninja Turtles, okay? It's totally. Oh, wow. wow. Say no to drugs. Say yes to pizza. Oh yeah. That is the coolest book fair find ever, right there. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Man, how many, how many box tops did we have to trade in, collect and trade in for that one? And yes, Kelly, I am. Yeah. How many subscription, like news uh, magazine subscriptions did so you have to sell? So many Sports Illustrated subscriptions yeah. were sold for this. 
All right. Big old uh, <laughs> say no to drugs, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Poster. Uh, Katie, what do you got? I want the Danny DeVito fanny pack. Oh. I want it with my whole heart. Yeah. It's a good yeah. choice. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm sorry. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. That's fair. Oh, shit. You get to choose. You get to. Well. Since you since you were stolen from, you get a, you get to replace it. Honestly, I was just gonna take that one. No one was looking. Oh well, now you can take it legitimately if you'd like. It's the re-gift gift. <laughs> oh, some chocolate bombs. A bomb, probably a hot chocolate bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And the only example of the chocolate. Nice. Oh, that looks good. Oh. Some like bark. Oh, look at this. There you go. All right. It's <laughs> a little throw. Nice little throw blanket. Oh, nice. You're fine. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes a long way, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. So is that like a like a chicken McNugget figure guy or what is that? Yeah. Oh, wow. That is You just made somebody's Christmas very special. Then. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Fred Stoltz, Katie Grant, Nick Pettigrew. Let's get panel five up here. Only three more guys. We're up there. Andy Saroyan, Cameron Schmidt, and Kim Martell from Alabama. Hey, Andy. Hey there. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I thought oh, for good. a second you said, hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. I think Jesse would classify as a bear yeah probably, oh well right? thank yeah. you i appreciate yeah. it yeah i, appreciate I think on it. bob's burgers somebody calls bob a a, a messy bear oh my <laughs> yeah all right i'm finding cameron and i'm finding kim and there we go look at that see that wasn't too bad no, okay uh andy uh yes. andy is a member of a regular exclusive blend it's uh i like to so lovingly uh, referred to as the single best uh, long-form improv show in all of these greater Sacramento area. It's dope. Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen our show? Oh, if you haven't, you should. Mm-hmm. Fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> He's very Not intense. Playing. Very intense. No. On stage, too. Uh, good to have you, Andy. You. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if uh, classes get popular, maybe you'll be involved in that as well. We've spoken, so... 
Yes. Uh, um, By the way. Yeah. Classes. Yeah. Have we mentioned them? We have. Okay, good. They're coming. Good. Um, Coming in January. Please, if you want to do some of this. uh, Improv is good for your brain. Yeah. Uh, So how are you, Andy? You know, it was a fairly painless Christmas. Was it? Yeah. Yeah? It's not my favorite holiday. It's my least favorite holiday. We fight now. We fight now and not stage combat. I am (laughs) for real fights. No, Christmas is my favorite thing. I did have one thing though that in case all the decorations around this nonsense fucking place doesn't. You didn't do the. Did you do the town? I did. Oh, is it out there? It is. Well, that's just the Dollar Tree one. My real one's at home. (laughs) (laughs) I did have an experience I never had where uh, I went over to my family's house in the Bay Area Mm -hmm. and it was a Niner game was on Mm -hmm. and I don't know why we went because no one talked. <laughs> well, some people would say that's an excellent Christmas. You know, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, you were you were looking that gift horse hard in that mouth. <laughs> you are checking out some tonsils, sir. How about you just enjoy that? Um, but yeah, good to have you. Uh, so far, we've only had you on the on the Christmas specials. We'll get you on a regular show one of these days. All right, I promise. Uh, Cameron Schmidt. Hi, Jesse. Hi there. Hi, uh, Bear. Oh, hi there. Um, Cameron, a wonderful improviser and performer and stab show favorite as well. Thanks. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Christmas is also painless. Okay. The The 49ers did get their corn creamed. They did. That it was night. It was um, But other than that, it was good. A lot of good gifts. gifts. My dad got me rose gold Beats by Dre headphones. <laughs> no way. Yeah. He wow. got them. Because it was the first Christmas he wasn't here because he now lives out of state. And I oh. think he felt bad that he wasn't there. So he bought like multiple people the same color <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dre, Beats by Dre wow. headphones. So you guys are now a crew. Yeah. 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 So we all look effeminately stylish while we ignore each other <laughs> on our, listening to our headphones. Yeah. Okay, another so great was, Christmas. That was interesting. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, and uh, you've got some stuff in the works around yeah. here as well. Yeah, well, I got a goal for some kind of show here mm-hmm. starting in 2024, early yeah. Q1. Nice. Well, looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll keep talking. Yeah, please. Uh, and Kim Martell, hey there. Jesse, get the fucking hand off of my face. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, I for, every time I move somebody into that position, I leave the cursor on their face, and it's a bad, it's a bad look. I apologize. Uh, it's all right. We've been playing with it for a bit. <laughs> oh, sorry. I missed the whole gag. Uh, welcome, Kim. Mm. Kim, uh, Hi. Is, Kim is the mom hat of Mom Hat Studios. I am the mom hat. Yeah. Um, you and Jeff doing... Uh, uh, you got a, a project going currently? Uh, currently we are doing, we're still doing the, um, listen to player two. We just released, uh, the game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, if and, anybody was interested. Well, and for, not, for those un, un, unversed in the, the program, what is uh, listen to player two? Listen to player two is a podcast where we review video game reviews, uh, to decide which game we yeah. should be playing based on the reviews of that video game. Because sometimes a review needs a second opinion. Yeah. There's no rabbit hole too deep in the internet, guys. <laughs> Just keep boring down. I Just saw a bull penis pretty recently, thanks to Nick. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good segue. <laughs> no follow-up. 
I've been missing. I've been missing the, all the chat. The Zoom over there chat Zoom. is yeah. just a dark place, you guys. Yeah, there's 46 messages up there that I've missed. Been missing. They've been having their own show up there. Don't make it public, please. I spilled so much tea. Uh, <laughs> well, good to have you, Kim. Uh, wait, did I already do this? I don't know. Let's do it though, so we can get into the thing. Play, goddamn you. I need to make some new ones of those. Segment five. It's movie makeup. Uh, over the holiday weekend, I sat down and watched a couple new offerings from entertainment behemoths Amazon and Netflix, and nothing has made me angrier in a very long time. So fucking bad. Candy Cane Lane. What was the other one? Uh, Get Away From It All, or what? the stupid fucking Julia Roberts movie? Fuck, so terrible. Yeah, let's write the 13-year-old girl referencing 30-year-old West Wing episodes. Shut the fuck up! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jesse, it's a new world. There are 13-year-old Sorkin heads out there. No, there aren't. There are. No, there aren't. I swear to no, God. It's the worst fucking... Um, the tweens are walking and talking, Jesse. They're doing it. Damn it. I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. But anyway, I know we're better than the hacks currently in charge of churning out runny room temperature bowls of beige beige slop and calling them movies. So let's prove that in movie makeup. In movie makeup, your job is to give us a synopsis of these made-up movies based on the following titles pulled from the various random title generators of our friends at SeventhSanctum.com. So let's show the streaming dipshits what we got. Andy, couldn't you couldn't be given more of a softball, Andy. Let's... <laughs> That's not true. I know what you're going to do. Uh, Andy, let's hear your synopsis for your made-up movie, The Gorgeous Gnome. Dig in, folks. This one's oh, long. All right. That's it comes with audio. It has visual. a soundtrack, too. Let's just make sure it's going. There we go. The world is changed. I feel it in the water. I feel it in the earth. I smell it in the air. Much that once was is lost, for none now live who remember it. Our modern age, mesmerized by science, has forgotten the true shape of reality. The earth is flat and hollow. Flat, but also hollow, like a crawl space, perfectly suited for the ancients, the elementals, the gnomes. In times past, the gnomes showered gifts upon the race of men, gold and jewels from the bowels of the earth, the art of metallurgy, dunce caps so everyone knows who the dummies are, and most importantly, the art of lovemaking, for there is no more sensual creature in the universe than the gnome. Virile and moist, Bushy and ravenous, tender and thunderous, the gnomes guided ancient man in sensual tutelage, and man multiplied. It was a funky time. But the race of men above all else desire power. They demanded more from the gnomes, more riches, more headwear, freakier positions, like the kind that look cool in theory, but then you give it a try and you realize you're not really in shape for that sort of thing and you honestly don't really crave butt stuff. 
The gnomes sensed the insatiable cravings of men and they disapproved, so the gnomes abandoned men. They retreated into the flat, hollow earth and sealed off the passages to the surface. Some gnomes resisted this abandonment of men and they were turned to stone and left on the surface. Ages passed. Some things that should not have been forgotten were lost. The stone figures of the rebellious gnomes were placed in sacred gardens. Eden, the hanging gardens of Babylon, Gethsemane, Madison Square Garden. Then a new menace arose. The subterranean gnomes, perpetually isolated from the world, surrounded by their riches, descended into madness, like great gardens type of madness. A tyrant leader among them rose, Nero, but with a G at the front, Gnero. His followers, known as Gianon, committed to exterminating the race of men and reclaiming the surface for themselves. They caused earthquakes, tsunamis, volcanic eruptions. You would know all this stuff if you actually did your research and stopped blindly believing the scientists, you sheeple. Only one gnome is powerful enough to defeat Nero, Nefertiti, Again, with a G at the front. (laughs) Nefertiti, the gorgeous gnome of the sensual arts. Centuries frozen in stone and buried beneath center court in Madison Square Garden. (laughs) A fellowship has formed to revive Nefertiti. Tribes of little people the world over have sent their greatest warriors. Flimnap from the Isle of Lilliput. Seamus, lucky O'Hornswoggle of the Leprechauns. Vanity Smurf from the forests of Belgium. Ha-Alue-Alue of the Menahune. Harmony Jasmine Pansy Rain of the Welsh Pixies. And Kevin Hart. Together, the fellowship of little people must brave the journey to Madison Square Garden. Together, they must enter the, the arena during a Knicks and Nets game. Together, they must ambush the Knicks City dancers before halftime and steal their dance outfits. Together, they must make their way to center court and perform a dance routine so titillating as to ignite an arena-wide orgy. One so intense, so tangled with limbs and tongues, so deafening with the cries of pleasure, so soupy with ketchup and mustard and bodily secretions, that it will be enough to awaken the gorgeous gnome and save the race of men. Inspired by true events. (laughs) I wrote that during my daughter's nap. (laughs) God damn it. And you know there's going to be an extended cunt. It's just, oh, well, hunker down. It's three and a half hours. Let's do this. Uh, Thank you, Andy. Oh, Oh, sweet, merciful Christ. That was one gorgeous gnome. Uh, hey, Cameron. Hi, hi, Bear. <laughs> hi, Bear. Hi there. Hi, Bear. Hi. Uh, what do you have in way for the synopsis to your new made-up movie, Metallic Thursday? <laughs> Friday through Wednesday, their names are Charles Aurum and Christina Platina. <laughs> and they are the young heirs next in line to lead their rivaling noble metal families in a city made of metal people. <laughs> 
but on Thursdays. They are known as Gold Toe Chuck and Patty Platty. <laughs> foregoing their family's bitter hate for each other to be dance partners and lovers. <gasps> in Metallic Thursdays, you'll see how two young people made of the most noble metals fall in love <laughs> and become addicted to the seedy lifestyle of underground crumping. <laughs> Oh, did I forget to mention? It's not a sexy dancing club. It's crump. <laughs> also, crumping is illegal. Sure. Can Gold Toe Chuck and Patty Platty keep their identity hidden from their fellow dancers? No. <laughs> Everyone finds out and kicks them out because the city of Metallia is very anti-capitalist. Mm. Mm. They get banned from the Thursday Crump Club halfway through the movie. <laughs> For the rest of it, they just hang out at Barnes and Noble. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can Charles Arum and Christina Platina keep their love a secret from their rival families? Also, no. <laughs> they run into the patriarch of the Platina family at the Barnes and Noble mm -hmm. when he goes there on a Thursday to check out the Criterion Collection 50% off sale. <laughs> Papa Platina loves him a 4K cut of some Wong Kar Wai. Okay. <laughs> In the mood for love. Check it out. Yeah. Oh, and does the mayor have a change of heart about crumping? No. <laughs> she, yes, she, doubles down and actually makes the punishment worse. Metallic Thursdays, starring Lady Gaga doing some wild accent work as Patty Platty. <laughs> and Michael Richards, a.k.a. Kramer, as Gold Toe Chuck. Making a comeback to Hollywood that critics all agree does not feel earned. <laughs> Streaming now on Crackle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Crackle. Oh, our good friends Crackle. So good. So good. Already better than both of the movies that I saw. Cool. God cool. damn it. Recited the whole scene. The whole scene from that episode of West Wing. That, no. That's not. <sighs> Kim Martell. Hey there. Hi. You've been very patient, but not as patient as Willie and Tyler uh, and, and Frankie and Molly. Shit, we got a lot of people still left. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, Kim. Let's oh, wrap, hi. Yeah. Let's wrap up some um, movie making up. Let's hear your synopses for your made-up movie, Son of the Bee Person. Okay, so I wanted to say I felt really confident about this uh, two hours ago. My confidence has begun to wane. Um, but anyway, hitting it out. Son of a bee person. Prepare yourself which, for what some are calling movie of the year. From the minds that brought you Amelia, love on Crab Island, comes another heart-wrenching period piece of betrayal and anthropods. <laughs> Set in Vietnam in 1969, a young Vietnamese boy, played by Harry Styles, is the son of a beekeeper who lacks the enthusiasm his father has for a life surrounded by bees. Despite a lifetime of upbringing in the beekeeping community, the boy seeks to blaze his own path and find his own reason for being in what will surely be remembered as the role of a lifetime, Dame Judy Dench plays an old British woman who helps the boy grow his true passion, wasps. 
As chemical defoliants ravaged the local bee populations, the bee keepers, played by Kevin Spacey in his first major role since something happened, we can't remember, but probably enough time has passed so we can bring him back because he still had like four years left on his contract and we can't recoup that money. Anyway, he pleads with his son to save the bees only to find that his son's interests have shifted from bees to wasps mm. unable to come to terms with his julius caesar level betrayal <laughs> the bee person cuts his son out of his life and the wasp boy is forced into the jungle much to the dismay of the bee mother played by laura linney who up until this point was not present in the film <laughs> feel the fear brought to life by harry styles as he uses what he has learned in an earlier montage with Jame Duty Gench, <laughs> shielding himself from danger by digging underground, just like his beloved Yellow Jackets, or he hides under eaves, porch ceilings, in garages or sheds left open in barns and attics, just like the Mud Dabber. He survives on crickets and grasshoppers, mm -hmm. like the Hornet. Also, there's the Vietnam War footage. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, a grief-stricken and vengeful Spacey wages war, a war of his own, on wasps, mm -hmm. killing any and all wasp he sees, developing special wasp-killing pesticides, and ultimately devastating the lo local wasp population, the consequences of his actions being a massive uptick in crop-damaging <laughs> insects. You'd think that this wasn't the first time of, that I was reading this, of crop-damaging insects such as aphids and caterpillars. Mm. He watches as his beloved bees struggle to find food as he, too late, realizes the value of wasps. <laughs> Through a cinematic twist of fate, Stiles eventually finds himself charged with caring for a beehive that's been abandoned by its keeper and learns that although his father may be able to live without him, no one can live without bees. Oh. Styles returns to his home to a remorseful Spacey, and they reconcile, and also Laura Linney is there. <laughs> when it comes to a life's passion, what's most important is that you bees yourself. <laughs> God damn it. That I was I, I was worried that halfway through that, Netflix was going to call me <laughs> for an offer on my play, but it, luckily... There's been a, clearly a delay in the recording. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Uh, it's always crackle. Uh, oh, hey, well fuck done. Off. I'm too good for crackle. <laughs> well, I'm not. Three, three seasons, crackle. Please give us a chance. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Kim. Uh, thank you, Andy, uh, Cameron, hey. and Kim. Uh, how about presents? Yeah. Yo, is that Care Bear thing still here? Oh, shit. Dude left. No, he Care left. Oh, Care Bear sweater? No. No, 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 no. Uh, gosh. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, forgot about. Yeah, he's got a, got a daughter, that Care Bear sweater. No. It was, that's yours. That was that's yours. yours. You enjoyed that far too much. That is absolutely. We would never take that away. I'm going to take this. I don't actually. All right, I don't that's actually have a, a turntable, but I don't know. It's worth getting one now. It's worth getting one now. All mm -hmm. right, thank you. All right, that's one steal. Yeah, I mean technically, it's kind of a find. 
But I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think Kyle yeah. does want us to. All right, um, Cameron, what would you like? Uh, okay. okay. I think that works out. I think there's... Okay. Can I just read the back? Oh, please. Please do. Breathing properly is important, <laughs> but where you breathe is important too. Do not breathe under the sink or in the back of the closet near the mothballs. It's good advice. <laughs> you got, if you're going to be aerobic, you gotta you gotta know where to be aerobic. What do we got, Cameron? I picked this up before I realized there's a little sticker on it that says NSFW 18 plus. So all right, you're gonna hold on to it. Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I am old enough. I am old enough. <laughs> All right, uh, blue diamond wasabi and soy sauce. Yeah, almonds. Yeah. <laughs> Heathcliff rides again. Man, classic. Uh, Playboy from January nineteen seventy three. Wait, is Corey Barron? Oh, I, I, I know. Uh, I can't. That is. <laughs> hey, I we've got know, a can. I don't know what Twitch's policies yeah. are these days. It is. Uh, it and then another Playboy from 1980 with uh, Steve Martin on the cover, oh. which is extremely my shit. Nice. Uh, and then another Playboy from May 1968. Ooh, jeez. So three Playboys. That's some classics uh, Heath there. Heathcliff and some nuts. Nice. That sounds sounds like a night. That sounds like. A... <laughs> All right. Well, one more time, Annie Saroyan, Cameron Schmid, Woo! Kim Martell. You guys got bags, and if anybody's getting beverages, good on you. Make it your own intermission. Let's get to segment six. There's only two more. We're almost done. Swear to God. Uh, Frankie Lord, Corey Burns, the only person in person, and Tyler Kenny. How am I going to do this? Wait. Wait, real quick, though. Can I just say, was that gift from Corey? It sure as shit was. Oh, I know you. Oh, it's Jacqueline helped put it together. Most most of that was Jacqueline. I, I, I it's beautiful. Yes. It was yeah. just yes. beautiful. Oh, so much boosh. Um hey Frankie. Hi. How are you? Uh you know, a, a kind of better but still, you know, can't sit and stuff. So Yeah. That's uh what happened again? <laughs> oh, I have a bulging disc in my low back. <gasps> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense that you're still incapacitated from last time you were around. That's, you know what? Uh, I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> no, good to have you. How's things? Uh, yeah, things, things are... I mean, aside, aside from a bulging disc, obviously, I should say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, slow, because, you know, I can't do anything. Sure. Um, but, you know, um, so long as I just walk, I can, I can walk, I can... I can walk like crazy. I just can't, like, Prove it. Give us a laugh. The problem is I can't really get up or or get down, but I can once I'm I'm going, I have momentum. Well, if you can't get up or get down, what good are you? I don't know. There's a song in there somewhere. Because you got to get up to get down. I know that much. So, (laughs) sorry. Uh, uh, Well, good to have you. Uh, Frankie's uh, stab show favorite on here quite often um and uh, i not as often as you should be lately i'm sorry i'm gonna be be bothering everybody tomorrow morning i have nothing booked for january you're all getting bothered as soon as i get home um so happy to have you hey Corey. hey how's it going hi there 
Uh, oh, uh, good. Good. Yeah, there You're, was a question yeah, somewhere you, in that. <laughs> I, I'm not. It's okay. It wasn't like a real question. It was. It was yeah. how people say yeah. things. It's really just a comma in the back and forth. Yeah. We're just getting it going. I mean, why do we even? Why do we even say how's it going? You could say anything. It's just, hey, Corey, fish are fun. I don't know. That's a greeting. That's that's my new greeting. Uh, high five the mailman today. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. No uh, notes. <laughs> but Corey, uh, co-host of Warm Takes. Uh-huh. And Digipod Pokecast show. Podcast. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, what's what's Warm Takes for these people? Uh, that's an improvised stand-up show. So we, we uh, riff on stuff rather yeah. than doing their honed, crafted material. We let them do like a minute or so of that stuff. And then uh, the rest of the set is a stand-up just riffing on random topics that we give them on the other mic. And it's kind of a chat, basically. Yeah. It's, it's a really fun, a loosey-goosey fun. kind of show. Yeah. And we do that uh, first Fridays at 9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you out and about doing doing comedy stuff as well outside of that. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. old stand-up stuff and yeah. music and yeah. 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 Good to see you active. Mm-hmm. Always happy to have you Thank around you. here. Happy to be here. Uh, and it's Tyler Kenny. Uh, you're probably not going to get on screen because that would require work. Um, <laughs> so, hey there, Tyler. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are... How are how has this two and a half hour wait been for you? <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys have been enjoying the show. Uh, how many are we up to? Uh, oh, yeah, fifty-one. So we're up to fifty-one chat messages in there. Hopefully, it's been fun. Sick. Um, <laughs> so sick. <laughs> uh, what have you been uh, occupying yourself with out in uh, Colorado? Oh, you would think with this much time, I would have thought about something <laughs> I could talk about. Uh, I don't know. I got COVID at Christmas, and then uh, I don't know. I, that was like a couple of days ago, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Oddly enough, we all have COVID. Well, Everyone in this room. <laughs> There's a lot of something going around. Uh, well, Tyler, uh, an absolute favorite around this program as well. Uh, I mean, would would hope so. Uh, with 40 appearances out of the 380. So, um, uh, but uh, Jacqueline has caught up and actually is, is is in the lead for all those oh, all those that? all those stab stat freaks. Um, <laughs> Jacqueline's got her 41st. So yeah, they're right there. Um, well, let's get this going so that we can eventually go back to our loved ones. <laughs> they won't let me leave. <laughs> no, uh, let's do this segment six. We don't often do segment sixes. The six and seven is special for the the your end show. So bonus content. You're welcome. Segment six is the Department of Tourism. Maybe part of your New Year's journey is to get out and see more of the world. That sounds nice. But where the hell are you gonna go to? There's like at least twenty some odd miles of world that you can go and see and do. How will you choose? Well, maybe these three lovely so-and-sos can help. In Department of Tourism, as the newly appointed tourism directors of the following places, it's their job to convince us, go-placers, that yours is the destination our lusts should wander at, whether for a day, a week, or even to put down whole-ass new routes. Uh, Frankie, let's hear why we should visit Cause and Effectton. Justice once sees in the world get you down. Do you find yourself absolutely numb 
so deep in depression that you yearn for despair just to feel anything, all because the drug dealer from Euphoria died at like 23, while Henry Kissinger lived to be 186 without even a day in prison? Is it daily that you find yourself asking, would I be able to go on living if only the world was a fair place? <laughs> well, wonder no more. Just come take a vacation at Cause and Effectin. Here at Cause and Effectin, you can experience a just world where assholes get their comeuppance. Oh. Children who write horny trans Transformers fan fiction are banned from public schools. Are jailed. Whoever invented middle school is tortured black mirror white bear style. Nick Pettigrew will have the screenshots of the bull penis surgery he forced on the zoo cat automatically forwarded to his mother. And billionaires are guillotined on sight. Cause and effect in, where the karma is instant, and Schadenfreude is the only crime that goes unpunished. Note, cause and effect in is not liable for damages incurred in the event that you are the asshole. Well, that's fair. Oh. See, Frankie used the time to fold things in. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Mine so. is is uh, void of any callbacks. <laughs> That's all right. None. You've None been, can be found. <laughs> you've been helpful out front. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Frankie. So good. Oh, I love good little little references. Oh, so good. Um, hey, uh, Corey. Hey, hey, Jesse. You're you're the only one there. It's weird. I know. Just, it's so cold I know. here. Oh, oh! I don't have the warmth of two bodies on either side of me. <laughs> well, give us the warmth of your words. Okay. Let's hear why we should want to visit Chillaxachusetts. <laughs> okay. So this is like a, a grainy old VHS of a uh, like a recorded infomercial. Mm. That's kind of how I was picturing. Sure. Chillaxachusetts has the best sweatpants in all the land. We paid a famous celebrity to tell you about it. Everyone give him a hand. Hiya, folks. It's your old pal, titty-loving Tony. And I'm here to sell you on the most sensational of destinationals, the city of Chillaxachusetts. At first, I had my doubts as to the appealability of such a place, as I presumed it was located in the frigid northeast, where they ain't exactly known for their hot, bosom-drenched beaches. Me, I likes a beach where a guy can really gander, and this spot's got him. They also got beanbag chairs, as far as the eye can see. And the classiest smooth jazz blasting out of every building 24 hours a damn day. Not to mention the city's claim to fame, a factory that makes the world's only flattering sweatpants. <laughs> they make the cheeks look sweet. And that's of particular interest to me, because medically speaking, the cheeks are the titty of the butt. That checks out. <laughs> but if none of that's your cup of tea for chillaxation, they've also got sedatives. <laughs> All kinds of sedatives. So book your stay today and tell them Titty sent you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Mm. There it is. Mm -hmm. They're like... They're like breasts you can watch when someone walks away. Precisely. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, medically so, speaking. Yes, medi just, medically that's, speaking. That's a that's a medical term. 
Um, so glad Tony made an appearance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you gave me a prompt that uh, didn't bring any other ideas, so I had to go to Tony. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Some of the best moments of this show is when we hate ourselves and we have to cop out. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But the people enjoy it. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're just seething. Don't love this. <laughs> this doesn't deserve it. <laughs> no, it was so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, and Tyler, um, kind of, kind of an opposite destination, or maybe not. I don't know. Let's hear <laughs> why we should visit Fort Business. <laughs> All right. So this is like um, I, I think like a podcast ad on like one of those right wing podcasts that. <laughs> Not right, not proper right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a bench here. I don't know. It's not important. Uh, sure, you're a titan of industry. You've got the house, the wife, the late in life circumcision. <laughs> now you, but now you've got one of those puffy kids, one of those no knuckled, low T, high BMA, chicken tenders and mayo kind of kid. <laughs> so you're shopping for fat camps online in the Delta Rewards Lounge, but you're trying to. Avoid using the word fat. Don't worry, we got you. We paid Google ads to swap fat with business, and now all your top results are for Fort Business. So what is Fort Business? Shut up and I'll tell you. It's a business school for fat kids, or a fat camp for business kids. Relinquish custody to the alpha hustlers at Fort Business, and we'll turn your low-T doughboy into a kick-A playboy. Slicked back hair, striped suits, big-ass tie, Nordic track, neon cigarettes, chest hair so thick it'll stop a knife attack. You can't be successful in business and be fat. Just ask Jared from Subway. Here at Fort Business, your kid will waste away while learning about the while learning the oily ropes of cold calling and hot answering. Did you know old ladies will pay almost anything for mail order vitamins? That's because they're afraid of not seeing their grandkids grow up. Did you know that? That's usually why. Now your 14-year-old knows that, and you can thank Fort Business, where we wake up early, piss blood, chew some pills, and shout. We shout from moment one. Everyone is shouting all the time. We find the stress can really slim a kid down quick. Also, there's Camp Cane. Camp Cane is like cocaine, but different. It's like what bug juice is to fruit punch, which is, which is to say it's exactly the same just the ingredients are less precisely measured and it has a fun camp name. But whatever you call it, it keeps the kids up late talking about crypto. Man, the, these kids got ideas and we can't make them sleep. There's a rival camp of ninjas across Lake Pump and Dump and every summer things get out of hand. It's a classic rivalry. Business acumen and designer drugs versus ancient wisdom and having a single mom. It's all good fun until someone gets hit with an oar. Fort Business where a big kid becomes a big man and a big man becomes the kind of monster that would hit a ninja with a boat oar and use stolen Bitcoin to buy off the coroner to change the cause of death from intentional oar trauma to accidental oar trauma. Fort business. Drop off a doughboy and pick up a monster. Oh, oh, oh. oh Lord. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, good, that good old classic Tyler Kenny flavor. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, so good. 
Oh, we've only got one more segment, but we got to get Corey a present first. Yeah, first I have to Grab steal it. the Miss Piggy record. Oh, sure, sure. That's fair. That's fair. I would have an extremely unhappy wife if I didn't do that. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> ben wants to pawn off his bag of goodness. Oh, there it is. Oh, great. It's Snoop Dogg. Is it champagne? I think it's his wine. Oh, no, yeah, it's Shampers. Snoop's. Yeah, hell yeah. Snoop Dogg champagne. <clears throat> All righty. And you got your, your present there. Um, and I, I almost forgot to give them their presents, so that's why I was rushing during that segment. Uh, one more time, Frankie Lord, Corey Berenger, Tyler Kenny. Oh, we did it. It's the last segment. It's the last segment. Oh, oh we did it. We did it. So let's get Jacqueline Wyan. Oh, she's going to be the only one in person again. It's Jacqueline Wyan, Willie Travis, and Molly Doan. Uh, right there is fine. Uh, let's meet Jacqueline. Hi, Jacqueline. Hi. Hi there. Hey, how's it going? Oh, super good. We should move this along. Yeah. Um, Jacqueline, like I said, the and it's been going back and forth for a while, you and Tyler. You're now the, the most mostest person on the Stab Show. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Forty... This would be the 42nd appearance then. Um, but Tyler's still there with 41. Oh, you're going to go back and forth. <laughs> um, Jacqueline, getting back into the standing of the uppings. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, good. So I won't ask how it's going. Uh, <laughs> fine. It's going fine. Just on stage, just saying shit to fucking people. Uh, well, happy to have you back. Yes, we're so close. Oh I shouldn't dawdle. Um, Willie. <laughs> Willie, uh, unmute yourself, Willie. We've been doing this three and a half years. Let's do this. Hello? Hi there. Hey. Hey, Willie. Wait, you guys hear me all right? We got you now. We got you now. Perfect. Hey, thank you so much for saving the black for last. I really appreciate that. Hey, hey. We had Katie, too. <laughs> Jeez, Willie! Now who's now who's racist? <laughs> I think it's you. Shoes on it the is. other. I don't it know. Uh, good to have you, Willie. Uh, uh, Willie is uh, is one that we lost to uh, sickness. They felt a little scratchy today, so decided to be thoughtful and stay home. Sorry, you're getting started with a cold, Willie. That's not cool. But glad we could still have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's good to see you all. For sure. Now, I'm not going to be able to get Molly on screen yet, but, you know, Molly exists. Hey, Molly. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi there. Good. <laughs> like a spooky voice. Good to um, have you. I couldn't be seen. Uh, af after attempting to get in contact with you for so long, we finally got Molly. Look, if you text me, I might text back, but there's a really good chance I should. <laughs> um, well. I'm just not really good at texting right now. I'm just one of those um, assholes, um, I guess. <laughs> That's all um, right. But I'll, I'll get back to it. I'm getting better at communicating again. Well, um, just so. happy you did. Uh, right in the nick of time so that we could add you uh, yesterday. Yeah, so. I'm really happy I answered so late because now I get to go last. And it's a really <laughs> long show that I'm not at. Well, <laughs> I mean... No, I'm kidding. I love watching people open gifts slightly off camera. It's... <laughs> <laughs> this is meant no, as a compliment. 
You're the anchor of anchors. Why? Why? Because Molly Doan is the queen of stab, having won the, the Summer Long Stab Tournament this year. I hear everybody applauding. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See? They like you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm also sick. Yeah. Oh, sorry, everybody. Sorry it's going around. I've got mine out of the way. It sucked. So, sorry if yeah. you've already got yours or are going to get it. Don't cough. Oh, God, Jim. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's, let's get this out of the way so everybody can die quietly in a corner. And, uh, oh, wait. Let's, you know what? Just to maintain some sort of consistency in all of this madness, how about we play one of these damn things and do the thing. Seven. There's a reason why we never go this long. Location, location, location. Uh, finally, your journey to a new you this new year might lead you to wanting to start up your very own new business. You've got the smarts, the vision, and the product that you think the world's been waiting for. Unfortunately, in location, 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 the product or service you have to offer might not be exactly what the locals have been craving. But it's your job to convince those consumers why they should want to patronize the hell out of your establishment any damn way. So let's hear your pitch, you entrepreneurs, you. Jacqueline Wyan, let's hear your pitch. You operate a midlife crisis-themed amusement park. Wow, it's been a wild ride since I opened up my midlife crisis-themed amusement park. <laughs> You're probably wondering how I ended up here. Well... Tuesday, August 1st, 2023. My boss calls me into his office to fire me because he saw an Instagram reel I posted about how I wanted to fuck his fat wife. <laughs> I told him I'd sue the pants off him, and then I called him some slurs. I won't say which. Thursday, September 28th, 2023. Rick, who I used to share a cubicle with, calls to ask me if he can use me as a reference. Says the company went under earlier that month and everyone is out of a job. Sucks to suck, I said to Rick, <laughs> trying to comfort him. <laughs> What's happening to the old office space? I inquire. Oh, they broke their lease, said Rick. The office space is completely empty. I said, hmm. <laughs> Rick said, uh-oh, I know that sound. What have you got planned, Lonnie? I said, respectfully, Rick, I am not looking for a business partner right now. I hang up. Rick calls me back. I do not answer. Friday, September 29th, 2023. I googled, how make amusement park? <laughs> yada, yada, yada. It's December 29th, 2023, and it's my grand opening. Welcome to Lonnie's World, located in the business park where my old office used to be. <laughs> the world's first amusement park catering to insecure men between 40 and 60 years old. Follow me! <laughs> right past the lobby is the suite where I used to work. It is now, are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. A tunnel of love. <laughs> yep, swamp boats and everything. They, uh... Only seat one. <laughs> but anything goes at Lonnie's World. <laughs> There's the pussy wagon experience, mm -hmm. wherein you, as a guest, get to experience what it's like to sit in a 2003 Dodge Challenger. <laughs> this ride is special to me because it's actually my 2003 oh. Dodge Challenger. 
well, in three more payments, it'll be mine. <laughs> You'll see costumed mascots throughout the premises, and by costume mascots, I do mean escorts. Mm-hmm. We got some water fountains. <laughs> we got what's left over in the break room fridge to hold us over until we find some food vendors. <laughs> and did I mention the escorts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tickets on sale now. <laughs> hey. <clears throat> Jacqueline's Midlife Crisis themed amusement park. Thank you, Jacqueline. So good. <laughs> Only seats one. Nobody's asking any questions. Uh, <laughs> Willie Travis. Oh, Follow me. Is... Yay! Come on! <laughs> and he just like flies, but he's still standing, so it's on a green. You can see it on the green screen flying. <laughs> just follow me. And, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, Willie Travis. This has been on the. Uh, <laughs> on the old file for a while, and I thought uh, you might enjoy this. So, Snap. Willie, uh, you run a bed and breakfast <laughs> themed around the Saw movies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Hello. You don't know me, but I know you, and I want to play a little game. In our newly renovated game room, featuring a wide range of family fun entertainment, see how you stack up against others with our new giant Jenga tower. See if you can put the pieces together in our endless assortment of jigsaw puzzles. We have Operation for the Kitties, Clue for the Adults, and a brand new family-friendly escape room featuring those scary dudes from that Legend of Hidden Temple show. (laughs) A fully stocked kitchen with all of the amenities and creature comforts that your home would provide ensures that not only will you have a beautiful space to enjoy the view of brick walls and urinals, but we are also positive that you will figure out that the key to unlocking the hunger that lies within your stomachs, you will find in this luxurious bathroom towel countertop installed death dungeon, I mean kitchenette. (laughs) With six bedrooms, 19 bathrooms, and an intricate tunnel of what can only be described as underground stalking tunnels. <laughs> There's nowhere to run. From the lavish life that is that is this miniature mansion provides. Upon arrival, you will be greeted by our groundskeeper, Jiggy. So any maintenance issues you may encounter, please follow his instructions on either one of the many Home Alone 2 talk boys by Tiger <laughs> Electronics located throughout the grounds. Your business is paramount to what we do here, and we are so confident that your stay will go exactly as planned that we implore you to ask yourself, would it kill you to live a little? (laughs) So good. So good, Willie. Thank you. All right, I got to ramp up to this. Uh, Molly. Hi yes. <laughs> I think this is fun. We'll see if you agree. Uh, Molly? Yeah, this is a great idea, I think. Okay. <laughs> well, good. Okay. Then it works. Molly, you are the director of a crisis and trauma recovery center devoted to dealing with characters and fairy tales and other animated stories that have been transformed back into humans from whatever they were previously turned into. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. Hi there. <laughs> My, my name is Nurse Beverly Big Bug, 
and I am the director and chief intaker of the fairy tale crisis and trauma recovery center for humans that were turned into animals and then back into humans or the F-C-A-T-R-C-F-H-I-W-T-I-A-A-T-B-I-H for short. <laughs> now, I know some of y'all are looking at my physique and you may be a little confused, so let me be clear. Yes, I am a six foot talking cockroach, but I was born a six foot talking cockroach, okay? You know, I wasn't a human first. I've always been a cockroach. The people we deal with here were born as humans and then through some dumb shit they did, they got turned into an animal and then they got turned back into a human. And to answer your other question, yes, I was the cover model for Kafka's Metamorphosis, okay? It's really not a big deal unless you understand niche literary references or have a kink for a big bug in a big bed on her big bug back. Yeah. They do not include this in fairy tales, but it is actually very unhealthy, <clears throat> especially for the human body to undergo such drastic change. So here at the FCATRC FH I W I T I A A T I B A I H, we have divided the healing process into three concentrations: physical, mental, and reentry into the world. Okay. Physically speaking, okay, if you start out as a man and then you get turned into a frog and then you get turned back into a man, okay, you're gonna be you're gonna be a bit fucked up, okay. That's uh, that's gonna take some time for your body to get used to. Frogs are, you know, they're missing some stuff humans have, like pelvises. Frogs don't have pelvises, so you know the body's gonna take on a lot of trauma if your pelvis disappears and then it like suddenly comes back. You know, that's a pretty big bone. You know, it does a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, before we get started, we run all the tests to make sure all your human parts are back in the right place. You know, sometimes these human transformation spells, you know, they're not very good. They get them off of Google when they should be using Bing. So unfortunately, some of the patients that come to us have body parts in the wrong place. You know, some somebody, they might have their eyeball where their butthole should be, and then their butthole will be where their eye is. So, you know, we make sure that's all fixed if they want. Um, we also offer mental services like group therapy. This is especially helpful for our male patients because in most cases of human male animal transformation, okay, usually the reason these men were initially turned into an animal is because they were really mean to an old lady who was actually a witch um, and called her ugly and spit on her, you know. So, so we don't want that. So a lot of work that we do with them is practicing interacting with old women and not pushing them down or spitting on them. Because, you know, you might push an old woman down and she might cast a spell on you. So, so it's all about preventative care. Uh, for our female patients, uh, we offer cognitive behavioral therapy because in most of the female transformation cases, the women didn't do anything except be so beautiful that somebody else couldn't handle it and they got really jealous. Um, or, you know, they happen to be daughters of like an evil, selfish king, you know, so that's kind of, that's, that's what we do with that. And then, and finally we focus on um, getting our clients to reenter the world as normal, full functioning members of society. Okay. Now that's easy and done. Okay. A lot of our patients have a hard time giving up the lifestyle of their former animal form. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we help them, we help them eat like a human diet again, like say if someone was transformed into a bird, which happens a lot. <laughs> 
It's probably the biggest <laughs> one. And then they're transformed back into a human again. You know, this guy would probably still crave and eat seeds and worms. <laughs> and, you know, what we, what we want to do here is we want to wean him off the seeds and worms. And we'll introduce human foods to him again, you know, like a meatball sub. And then you know, sometimes we'll put some worms in the meatball sub. And then eventually we'll take all the worms out of the meatball sub, okay? You know, we also offer classes on social interactions like job interviews or dates, okay? So you should be able to leave here and go on a date and, you know, not eat your date or go on a job interview and not eat the person interviewing you, you know, or, you know, get on a bus and not eat everybody on the bus. <laughs> so that's basically what we do at F-C-A-T-R-C-F-C-I-W-I-A-A-B-I-T-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-
We did it. We made it. Oh. Thank you again, Alex Shoemaker, Andy Saroyan, Ben Warhite, Brett Stultz, Buddy Dean, Corey Berenger, Daniel Kesnich, Dana Bryant, Eric Barger, Frankie Lord, Jacqueline Wyant, Jeff Brown, <laughs> Jack Marie, Jordan Quattlebaum, Cameron Schmidt, Ka- yeah, get it, Katie Grant, Kim Martell, <laughs> Milk Service, Molly Doan, Nick Pettigrew, Paul Doyle, Tyler Kenny, and Willie Travis. That's the end of the show. Hope to see you back here in 2024. It's going to be lots of fun. Big changes, big moves, big fun. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, saying don't say 2024 is going to be your year. That doesn't help. Good night. All right. That's the program.